You're listening to the Small Talk Podcast, covering local business and community in the city of Des Plaines. Hello and welcome to Small Talk, connecting business and community brought to you by the Des Plaines Chamber of Commerce and Industry and Ian Ryan Interactive. I'm your host, Andrea Bewer, the Executive Director of the Chamber, and today's episode is going to be entertaining to you all, especially theater and musical lovers. I am delighted to welcome Martha Shuford and Brent Walker from the Board of Directors at Big Noise Theater. Martha serves as the president of the board, and Brent is responsible for all of Big Noise Theater, social media, and marketing. And recently, he directed last season's beautiful production of Into the Woods. Today, we're going to be talking about why theater is important to your community. So I've had the pleasure of getting to know both Martha and Brent over the past several months as my daughter auditioned and was selected to be in the cast of a current musical that she is performing in now. And it's just been a privilege being um, around the rehearsals and at the production. I'm just blown away by the talent they attract and how professional the directors and the other volunteers are in their organization. And the fact that they're bringing this quality of theater into the Des Plaines region is incredible. About a month ago, they decided to join the Des Plaines Chamber of Commerce, and I couldn't be more thrilled um, to have them as part of our chamber family. So welcome. Again, I think this is going to be my most fun podcast that we're doing because I'm so into musical theater and all of this. So before we begin, I am dying to find out, I'll start with Martha, what are both of your backgrounds and how did you get started in this fabulous theater and musical genre? My story starts with my daughter, who in fifth grade wanted to do theater and was in The Sound of Music. <laughs> so, you sound like me. <laughs> yeah. And they needed uh, nun costumes. So I ended up volunteering to make 15 nun costumes for the Children's Theater in Wilmette. And I worked for them as a customer for a good 10 years. And along the way, I met so many great people, and I met one of the board members from Big Noise, and I was invited to costume their straight shows, their plays in the winter. And that's how I got connected with Big Noise in Des Plaines. When I left Wilmette, then I started to work more and more with Big Noise and was invited onto the board. And at that time, we had a different leadership. And then there were two women who retired. And then we kind of had to do some rebuilding. So it's been a really fun process and lots of great people along the way. But it did start with your being daughter. a mom. Yeah. <laughs> God, I so relate. And I have to say, Martha, your costumes, uh, I think in the production alone, my daughter has five costume changes and they are all fabulous. Thank really you. Really great. Thank you. I enjoy it. Yeah. So Brent, what about yourself? I know you direct and you market. How did you get into both of those? So I started doing theater as a child and moved to the Chicago area and kind of gave it up for a little while while I was going to school and started kind of rejoining some community theater, which I had done when I was young. And I found Big Noise Theater. Actually, Martha and I met at Wilmette Community Theater, doing community theater there. And I was just in awe of her talent and everything. And we kind of have followed each other throughout the years. And we both found our way at Big Noise. I performed with Big Noise for a, a few productions. They asked me to join the board. 
Unfortunately, they asked me to join the board at the same time I was moving to Australia for three years. So I came back from Australia and I was looking for community theater again, got reinvolved with Big Noise Theater and joined their board after being asked a second time. And Martha and I have been working really hard to elevate everything that we've been doing along with the other members of the board and our volunteers, our casts, our staffs. And I'm really proud of kind of where things have gone over the last, I would say, five to six years working to get Big Noise where we are today. So how did Big Noise get connected with the Deswains community? In It was 2005 that Winneka Community House, we used to be Winneka Theater, and we have a history of 50 years in theater. It used to be Winneka Theater Guild back in the day, and as our history on the website says, Charlton Heston was one of our actors. In the, in the 40s. Oh, I, would, I would have that. In the 40s. Marketing, I would just put that right at the <laughs> yeah. top. And so in 2005, Winneka Community House went underwent a big renovation, and Winneka Theater needed to find a place to perform. And I think that's about the time that Displains Park District had redone the theater. And so we moved there. So we've been in Displains a pretty long time, almost, well, 20 years. Mm -hmm. And we have a good connection with the city people because our former artistic director, Nancy Flaster, was an agent in the city. And so a lot of people wanted to perform in front of her. And the struggle was to maintain that quality and maintain that reputation with the city actors. And we've been able to do that. So we do attract people who are wanting to get into musical theater in the city. And this is a way, and we found that a lot of people who do come to us will then move on to do more work and more professional stuff because they make those connections with our theater. So that's been exciting. But that's how we started in Displains. We had to find a home and they searched out all the theaters that might be available and we ended up in Displains. Well, and again, by the talent that you attract and just by my experience, which is recent, I am blown away. So what kind of theater organization, I guess, is Big Noise? You've explained it, but let's dive a little deeper into that. And how does that compare to other theaters in our area or downtown theaters? Because I think it's just as good, if not better in some Respects. We agree. <laughs> <laughs> and it's in displays. How great is that? Big Noise Theater is technically a community theater. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Our board is completely volunteer-based. And our talent up until recently has been also very volunteer-based. So our talent on stage. Recently, we've started to pay our actors. We've found a bit of money to give them, which is helpful. It's certainly never enough, right? But I think if you compare us to local theaters, there's a lot of equity theaters. So we're technically a non-equity theater. Equity is the actor's union, and they make sure that their members are well taken care of, right, with insurance benefits and everything like that. Our casts are completely non-equity and mostly volunteer-based. And if you compare us to other theaters in the area, they're attracting equity talent. They have huge budgets. We have pretty low budget productions. And then the downtown shows obviously are very, you know, kind of New York based, tour based. They bring in talent from across the country who do this for a living. And our performers are relatively new to the industry, I would say, and just getting their start. And like Martha said, we attract talent that tends to go often do these amazing things later on. I call it, you know, we're the kind of the leaping pad to this community. 
Mm-hmm. Well, one example that I love is that my husband and I go to a restaurant in Wilmette regularly, and the waitress was new to Chicago, and she was super friendly and super cute. And she said, oh, I'm in musical theater, and I'm looking for things to do. And my husband said, well, you came to the right table. (laughs) (laughs) And we built this relationship with her, and she ended up being in our production of Into the Woods and made so many friends and connections in the city. She moved to the city. She's auditioning for things in the city now. She's well-connected now. And it's so fun to see that. And that's happened so many times to us. And um, we're really proud of that. As you should. We, yeah. we just have to spread this word out beyond because, again, the talent that you attract is incredible. I'm blown away. Of course, being the mom, I'm attending every one. But <laughs> it, it, yes, it's to see my daughter. But honestly, it, that yeah. was the first reason. The second reason is because I'm just enjoying it. And it's been a great experience. So... What kind of productions and programs do you produce each season? Is it seasonal? Is there times that you don't do shows? How does that work? We mostly work from September through May or we put on... Kind of like school. Yeah. Yeah, we put on a musical in the fall. And we work with the Park District on the scheduling. So we try to have the same slot every year, but depends on what the Park District schedule is Mm -hmm. as well. Then we do a play in the winter. And we started back doing a series called Especially for Kids, which is a TYA, Theater for Young Audiences. And it occurs at the same time as the play. We use the theater for both purposes. So we will do a musical for Mm -hmm. children. What is the age groups for children? Anywhere from, I mean, three to adults because the shows are very entertaining even for the adults because they're layered right (laughs) now are adults in that or what are the ages of the performers they're usually adults who are performing and it's usually a small cast brent has directed frog and toad and james and the giant peach and that's been a great addition because we know that displays is very open to programs for children, Mm -hmm. which we can talk about later, our plans for the future. But then we also do, then we also do a spring musical, Mm -hmm. which occurs April through May. So we do four productions a year and we have plans to do more, but we usually take the summer off to, we don't really ever take any time (laughs) off. No, that's very true. (laughs) Sounds like, yeah. Yeah. And and you guys have day jobs too, or I know (laughs) Brent does. We participate in the Taste of Displays. We participate in the 4th of July parade. So that keeps us busy trying to plan what we're going to do for those things. And we trying to make those connections. And the next season. Yes, planning. Usually around springtime during the last musical of our season, current season, we're working on, we're already applying for rights for the next season. So we're talking about what shows we want to do and sometimes... Hiring directors. Okay, so what's the inside scoop? Could you share anything? What's what's now and what's coming up? If you can't share it, it's okay. We're we're we're, we're going to ask. This season. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so... This season, coming up in the winter, we have one of our first Shakespeare shows in a while. We're doing a Midsummer Night's Dream. And in the spring, for our spring musical, we are producing Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Okay, I saw Donny Osmond play Joseph. Very famously. That was 
the most incredible mm-hmm. musical. He's so talented. Yeah, yeah. But this was a long it's an Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. It's actually <laughs> yeah. one of Andrew Lloyd Webber's first musicals. Um, and uh, it's it's often produced. And the great thing about Joseph is it's a blank canvas. You can put whatever coat of paint you want onto it. So Good. we're excited to see what our staff does with that show. And our leading lady, Tuesday Perry, mm-hmm. who is also a board member, will be directing that. Oh, wow. Well, she's incredible. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what is the future now that you have this great team assembled, board assembled? What does the future look like? And what's the, I know you kind of alluded to some long-term plans. Could you talk more on that? When we brought the, especially for kids program, used to happen at the Winneka Community House still, even though we were in displays. And then they, the big noise had stopped for a few years and we brought it back over to displays. And when we did that, we got a lot of feedback about parents wanting something for their children to be involved in. So we have been planning and actually tried to launch during the end of COVID, but then these (laughs) variants kept coming up. So we've tried to launch it twice is our program called Little Noise, which is for children that are elementary school age through eighth grade. Mm -hmm. And we will be instituting something like that this spring that will I believe tie into Joseph, so they may have an opportunity. Those kids a might have an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exciting. So we do have plans to put a children's theater into displays. We're we're just developing, and we're pretty sure we're going to be able to do it this spring. That's exciting. I know there's definitely demand in the area for that, mm-hmm. and there's lots of kids. Definitely lots of kids, not only in displays but the surrounding communities that. I yeah. bet you'd be able to attract. And we have very talented people who want to be involved in teaching that, people who are music teachers in other school districts who want to teach the music. We have experienced choreographers who want to, who have done adult programming mm-hmm. for a long time. So we have the people. We just need, you know, we, we were so excited to launch and mm-hmm. then... It was like every time we tried to launch, there was another variant, and mm-hmm. we just couldn't couldn't make it happen until now. Yeah. I think it's gonna. I think it's the right third time. Third time's the charm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what they say. So, why do you think having a community theater is so important in your neighborhood? Like, again, I kind of know what I feel on this, but what is your take on this? Well, having a daughter who went through the Wilmette Children's Theater. All her best friends right now as adults are all from that program. They stayed in touch. They're all involved in the arts in one way or another. And not only does it give them those friendships, and even if they never go into theater, anyone who gets involved in a community theater makes so many connections Mm -hmm. with other people, and it's so great. It's friendships that last, and it's a safe place. It's a place where you can take a risk, and people are not going to laugh at you unless you want them to. (laughs) (laughs) So I always felt that was such a special thing that my daughter had in children's theater was the ability to try things out Mm -hmm. without the fear of being being ridiculed. Could I just, I, I have to add before I ask your opinion on this. So my daughter, as I mentioned time and time again, she's part of your production now and you dual casted and she ended up meeting such a wonderful friend who actually goes to another high school that's a couple miles away from her. And 
just that friendship alone, I think, is going to end up being a lifelong friendship that she never would have met if it wasn't for big noise. So, And I think yeah. for the community to have accessible and affordable live mm-hmm. theater is really special. I live in Wilmette, and we had, we don't anymore, have um, an adult theater program that we would participate in and before I even got involved in theater, they had a summer show outside every summer and I would I drag my kids down there. Yeah. I mean, it was, to me, that was like the most magical mm-hmm. opportunity. The stars, to, yeah. yeah the and lake. I would go every summer with my kids and I just think it's, having accessible art is key. Mm-hmm. It's what makes us civilized. <laughs> right, it does. And Brent, what's your take on that? Well, I think the word community in community theater means more than just having a theater in a community. I think it community theater creates its own community. Your example of your daughter and Morgan meeting and, and becoming mm-hmm. friends, the Into the Woods cast has all just continued to stay together and support each other and go to see each other's shows. I also think having a community theater teaches skills that aren't just relevant to theater. It teaches collaboration. It teaches teamwork. It teaches how to stand in your spotlight, but also let someone else stand in the spotlight too. It's certainly enriched my life, and I know it has enriched Martha's life, and that's why we continue to come back to it year after year. It's a lot of work. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's not without stress, but there's a reason we come back to it and seek it out. And I'm so glad, as we mentioned, all the variants and flus and viruses. I'm so glad that community theater is making a comeback. Mm -hmm. I mean, is there anything that you foresee as we look ahead to the future on how community theater and theater is going to deal with that? Because I know it's so hard. They have to use their voices Mm -hmm. and sing, you know, that's always going to be around like sickness, you know, things like that. Right. Well, I feel like more and more Community theaters used to not have, what do you call it, backups. Mm. Um, uh, uh, understudies. Understudies. Yep. understudies. Yes, yeah. Professional theaters always done or understudies. Or dual cast. Or, yeah, or dual yeah. casting. So it does add another layer of things that the director has to focus on because now he, and we did for this, we have understudies for the critical parts. Mm-hmm. They're in the nun chorus, and we do have people who would fill in if Maria got sick or... And for those of you listening, it's Sound and Music. I know I didn't mention the name of the show, but that's what we're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. So there are considerations. We try to encourage the audience to wear masks while they're seated in the theater because it helps keep the cast unmasked. Mm -hmm. We don't want to do a theater production that has all the actors in masks. Mm -hmm. We did have to have the captain in a mask because he was recovering from COVID. He was And for precautions, we wanted him to stay masked for the first weekend. It's so important for the audience to see them. The expression of everything. Yeah. Yeah. And not have to do it virtual Mm -hmm. and just be there and feel the magic. The virtual stuff has been great. It's been a nice way to kind of provide an alternate. I mean, a lot of us went two years without being able to do a show and... That's a long time when this is something you really love doing. So that stuff has been great. I think what I've been really pleased with is I think the theater community really came together. And they were Mm -hmm. like, how are we going to navigate this? 
And how are we going to continue navigating this? We have been at masked in rehearsals. The cast is strongly encouraged to stay masked backstage when they're not on stage. And I think we are flexible and the skills that we learn from being in theater have taught us how to navigate this in an effective way. I do want to say that during COVID, our board still worked. We had meetings once mm-hmm. a week, still virtually. We did a big fundraiser leading up to Into the Woods. What was the name of it? Make you, Some Noise. Make Some Noise. Make mm-hmm. Some Noise. Mm-hmm. And we basically went through building a show. So we started letting the public know each element. So we talked about us paying rent, how we had to rent the theater. Oh, you're, ta- uh, you you're know, talking about expenses. I wish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that wish. was another. Yeah. Yeah. Where people were able to donate to yeah. help all those elements. Yeah. Wow. And I was busy making masks and fundraising that way. So I made a thousand masks and we sold them over Facebook and the money went directly into Big Noise. I would send them and they would just make a donation. That's so Very we were busy. Do that for us. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we just, She's we amazing. tried to keep focused and keep it alive and you did and yeah. look at it now and we're so glad to be back and the response has been mm-hmm. wonderful well i know you all are new members of the displays chamber but i always ask this question so are you seeing anything of having a community partner so far even though it's been new whether it's a chamber or another organization why that's important any like just even those make-a-wish things or anything that has helped you make a difference in your efforts? We want to make those connections. There was a time where we weren't sure we were going to stay in Displains, and we were thinking, you know, would we move? Would we go somewhere else? And when I became the president, we said, we're here. We want to make those connections. We want to get Displains more involved in our theater because we felt like people didn't really know we we Mm -hmm. were there and had been there 20 years. They know now and they will even more. Yeah. And we do want to make those connections. We've been members of the Arts Council Mm -hmm. and we make a donation to them. They're wonderful too. Yeah. And so we're looking for those opportunities. We do have a board member who's Jesse Rodriguez is on our board. Debbie Sesniak, who's a former board member, but also now is our front of house manager lives in Displains and has lived in Displains her whole life. So a lot of people vested in the community yeah. and beyond, yeah. like all around. We yeah. used to do our rehearsals at the church. We're trying to move our rehearsals back to Displains. Right Great. now we're renting from Music Theater Works their rehearsal space, but we really want to be in Displains all the time. But who knows, when people are listening to this now, you probably have new <laughs> space and you'll be all set. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. My storage space is Aww. in Displains. <laughs> well, we love that. Okay, so how could someone contact you or, and I'll leave this with you, Brent, your organization for tickets mm-hmm. or how to donate? How do they find out about all these amazing audition opportunities. Sure. So all of that information is available on our website at bignoise.org. You can get tickets there. All of our production information is there. There's a donate page set up if anyone wants to donate to our 501c3 nonprofit organization. And we are also on social media. So they can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, just by searching Big Noise Theater. And I try to post as much as I can just to get the word out on all of the stuff we have going on. So yeah. And you're also in our directory on the Displains Chamber Business and Community Guide, so they could look there if they need to. So you are set. I am so excited. I can't wait for your next production, and I will be 
definitely there supporting and I'm sure many, many of our community members will be there as well and watch you grow. Well, thank, thank you. you so much. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks Absolutely. for coming. Thank you for Absolutely. having us. Thanks.